Hello and welcome. My name is Given Illustrative and joining me here in studio is Brad Huddleston. Now, Brad Huddleston is a renowned author of Digital Rehab, Learning to Live Again in the Real World. He will be touring South Africa from mid-October 2022 with Radio Pulpit being his proud radio partner. How are you doing, Brad? Hey, Given, it's so good to meet you. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome, especially considering that you came all this way. The <laughs> honor is all oh, mine. <laughs> look, at, we, lo we love South Africa. We've been coming for years. Yeah. I'm glad to yeah. return. We look forward to returning. It's the first place we've come on purpose. Well, we believe by God's design, but I'm happy that it's the first place to yeah. begin this global tour. I'm sure there's a country we're making jealous right now. <laughs> Fine by me. Yeah, but getting straight into it, right? Um, so you speak about digital rehab, which can be very, for some people, especially living in this modern age, very difficult to understand why you'd even need a digital rehab. So what exactly are people addicted to that they would need a digital rehab? Well, the best way, you know, to talk about this in very, very practical terms, mm -hmm. most parents are familiar with using the device as a babysitter because it's the best one ever invented. It's cheap, it's available all the time, and it works flawlessly. Yeah. Problem is, when it comes time to take it away. Yes. The fits, the whinging, and all that sort of stuff. The brain scans are showing there's, there's very bad things going on in the brain. Mm. So it's the equivalent of cocaine. And that's what the neuroscience shows. This yeah, is not anecdotal. Well, mm. you know, it's just like if, if I were to break my femur and the doctor x-rays my leg, puts the x-ray up there, it's not controversial to say your leg is broken. That's true. In my world, you scan somebody's brain, which, you know, I'm borrowing from neuroscience. Yeah. Because I don't do, actually do the scans, but I look at the scans and the, the brain is damaged. Exactly. So the controversy is this. Exactly. I think... It is very, very extreme to be giving children what is the equivalent of cocaine and heroin. They think I'm extreme because I'm saying you shouldn't do it. Which actually brings me to the question of what exactly, because not, especially because you're using neuroscience or mm -hmm. if a doctor's looking at whether I've broken a bone or anything, mm -hmm. what are the observable symptoms that a, a child or someone is addicted to the digital world? Anger is the first one. So take it away politely. I'm not talking about even rudely. Just, yeah. just very politely ask for it and you'll get all kinds of you know, consternation on, on giving it back. Then what you'll find children often doing is they will sneak and get it anyway. Um, I've had anecdotal stories, and there's a lot of data to back this up too. They'll break into the cabinet. I see. Uh, they one kid at a school. Uh, the principal took the phone. He skipped school, went over to Walmart, and bought another one, a, a convenience store, or a, not a convenience store, but a big big box store, and bought yeah. another one. Yeah. And um, so you'll you'll see the anger. You'll see the with. They're called withdrawals, just with like just like any other drug. Sure. Yeah, that that actually makes me want to pause a bit just how deep that is. Um, you chose to start your tour here in South Africa, right? As I said earlier, I'm sure there's a country that we're making really jealous right now. Why did you choose South Africa? God, I believe, chose it. And I'm happy that he did. I was on carte blanche uh, several years ago and yeah. the University of South Africa was watching. And they brought me over to keynote at a youth, national youth conference here. And then they sat me down and said, look, we're starting a neuroscience division. Would you enter into collaboration? And we want to help you with this. And the churches here have been wide open to where in my country, they're very resistant. Mm. So it boils down to where's the hunger? Where has God birthed a hunger? And that is here in South Africa. Among all of the nations, 
look at what Radio Pulpit is graciously doing and surrounding me. This is what Unisa has done for me. I didn't ask for this. I'm humbled by this given. Yeah. I'm talking about this is a God thing because this is a very negative message. I get pushback. There are days I don't like my ministry. There are days I want to quit. I'm not here for controversy. I'm here to see God help people. people. But yeah. of course, when you're dealing with addiction, it causes that anger. It causes that pushback. And I have to be tough and still love them in the face of that because I know what God wants to do. He wants to help them. He wants to heal them and deliver them. Yeah. Would you say it has, um, or, or in your time spent here and with the people that you've interacted with, including the university, would you say that it has um, anything to do with the levels of um, internet or social media addiction here? Or is it something that you're actually looking, looking at as you're trying to prevent it from getting there? Your problems here, you can go into some of the most impoverished areas of South Africa and the continent of Africa in general, and you'll find phones everywhere. Yes. So your problems, you've caught up with the rest of the world is what I'm saying. Yeah. So the issue is not that. Your problems statistically are probably about the same as any other country on earth now. The issue is who has the hunger to do something about it? About it. it. And that is South Africa. Yeah. Um, now, you talk about the digital world, which I think we all are familiar with now. We all live there. Um, how would you separate and define the real world where everyone should be? <laughs> That's where God is. God is in the real world. Mm. Now, I know people will make the case that God's on the Internet. The Internet is mainly sinful. It is a vehicle primarily for the culture. The excuses that we use are, oh, it's changed my life. I get my uh, recipes off of Pinterest. Um, you know, it's so convenient to stay in touch with relatives overseas. Now, I get that. But if you look at the percentages of the amount of time they're spending on a platform talking to relatives overseas compared relative to the time they're spending on pornography and video games and social media, there's absolutely no comparison. So the little bit of good, which there is good, yeah. is the excuse to keep the bad. My goal, my objective from God is to get rid of the bad and keep the good. Oh, that is that is a very good way to put it. Now, just to give our audience perspective, right, you are doing a global tour. Right. Um, discussing this digital rehab. Right. Um, where and when can um, the listeners actually attend the tour? Um, and also, how much are the tickets? Well, as far as here in South Africa, as you know, Radio Pulpit is handling that. I know that the ones that I'm doing for Radio Pulpit cost nothing. You just need to register and um, at Quicket. And you can find all that information here on the social media platforms related to Radio Pulpit and the website. We start here in South Africa, then I go back to the U.S. and um, we'll spend November, December going around my country. Then we go to uh, Thailand and then on to Australia for several months. Possibly then we'll go to the Philippines and then I'll go back to the U.S. and do quite a number of things around my own country. Mm -hmm. And then back here in 2023 in South Africa. And I say God willing, yeah, because the global, the world's falling apart. It seems given, yeah, it really is, yeah. I could wake up tomorrow and not be able to get home. I mean, the world's really, really in bad shape. Mm. This wouldn't be a bad place to stay, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, but those are the current plans. So thanks for allowing me to announce that.